And we still have black shirts than now, but we don't have the whole skulls. skulls and, and, no, we have never, never had anything dark or negative about that. It, it, yeah, and don't and don't get me wrong, I like some of those oh, styles. Yeah. It's just not what I feel we need to associate with a paranormal investigation. You're listening to the MPI Paranormal Podcast, where the truth is to be found. A podcast exploring all things paranormal, hauntings, UFOs, crypto, the unknown. Our members believe in the skeptical approach, but with an open mind, just trying to make sense of it all. I want to get back in there, try to figure that out, because it is the unknown. I don't really have a say on it right now, because I don't know what the video looks like. Well, I'm looking for the evidence. What's the evidence? A story to me is not really evidence, because that's one person's experience. Right. And I do, I take my personal beliefs into it, but like you said, then I have my skeptical side that right. wants to prove it another way. Military Paranormal Investigations is not affiliated to any branch of the military. It's time. Coming to you from North Texas on multiple platforms for maximum reach. Here are your hosts, members of the MPI team. Welcome to Military Paranormal Investigations Podcast. My name is Rob. And I'm Mike. And uh, we had a little malfunction earlier. This we, is our second go-around. Yeah, this is our second go-around. I mean, we, we, we did pretty good with the, the first one. The first one was really, really good. Um, but, um, yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll start by just saying, don't forget, you can always find us at militaryparanormal.com. You can find us on Podbean, on Facebook and Instagram at Military Paranormal One Word, and Twitter. Find us at Twitter now. We we really have taken off on Twitter. Uh, it'd be uh, MPI underscore. underscore Paranormal. You can find us there. And our new one that we're really trying to push hard is YouTube. And uh, yeah, we got up. We're at ninety subscribers. We had a big push That's right. here. That's right. And uh, we've we're trying to get some stuff rolling with that. So. If you can go like and subscribe us there, that would be awesome. Would have been nice if we could have Jeff and Allison here tonight. Yes. Um, we're kind of throwing this together at the last minute to get some content out to you guys. And as a test. Exactly. This is our portable podcast. It took us a while to get it going. But uh, I think it's, it's sounding pretty good right now, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I, I um, One of the things I wanted to ask you guys is, so... This is our portable for like portable interviews and that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. So we thought we would try this and get some feedback from you guys if it sounds okay, if it's a reasonable amount of quality there for a portable setup. Because again, we are not in the studio. Right, so we um, don't know. We were just kind of working on some business and thought we would throw this together. And we had a couple of things we wanted to talk about. So we were going to try it. Yeah. Um, I really want to talk about where we're going with the future. <laughs> <laughs> but I know if we do... It's, it's, oh, there, there's so much. I mean, we got storyboard after storyboard about what we want to do. And I really don't want to 
give too much away without Allison and Jeff here being a part of it. Yeah, and we've still got a lot of stuff in the works too, but we do have a lot coming up for you guys. And uh, just uh, we would like you to follow along, like, subscribe, follow us, and kind of see where we're going to take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I guess one one I wanted to talk about really Again. is yeah, <laughs> you know, and I had a comment that was made to me um, about how we we were, we were going out Bigfoot, and they're like, well, why is a why is a paranormal group? looking for Bigfoot, but that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is kind of the state of paranormal investigating. Okay. Uh, just a quick little deal on that. Um, you know, so you're talking about like when we go out, like we went out and did the Bigfoot hunt, right? Right. And you know, we're military paranormal mm -hmm. and we've been typically known for ghosts Ghost. and that kind of thing. But I think it's kind of a, stigma when you hear paranormal everybody automatically assumes ghosts yeah well and that you, sort of stuff you, you got to look at it paranormal means anything that's not normal and and bigfoot would fall under that and anything into, crypto would fall under that right i mean look at the chupacabra i mean yeah. me i i don't really believe that that could exist but I've seen things out there that I'm like, what the heck was that? That didn't look like a dog. <laughs> well, I think, you know, the, on that subject, the U.S. version of Chupacabra is totally different than where the Chupacabra roots exactly, came yes. from. So uh, that's a whole other topic and a whole other show, actually. Yeah. But, um, you know, what I kind of wanted to talk about is, so there's studies that show that three out of four people believe in some sort of paranormal belief. That mm -hmm. actually came from a Gallup poll that was done. And that 47% believe in ghosts or demons, and 18% of people believe that they have seen a ghost at some point in time. Well, I, I would tend to agree with those numbers. I mean, look at all the different paranormal groups we have out there right now. Yeah, I mean, and it's all the TV shows yeah. and, and all of that sort of stuff. So with those kinds of numbers, though, why do you think that the paranormal subject is still so taboo whenever you talk about it? You know, if you say... Hey, um, you know, I'm going to go ghost hunting. People are like, you're going to do what? What? Well, yeah, that's like I was talking earlier about my son when we were telling him we were going to go down to the lake um, and look for Bigfoot and everything. He's like, Dad, there, there's no such thing as Bigfoot. Come on, Dad. And I'm like, we found footprints, Lane. Come on. Mike found footprints. Put a cast on there. And look at that thing. There is no way. I mean, when you sent me those photos and I looked at it, I was like, okay, yeah. But even going further than that, you and Jeff went to the Bigfoot conferences. I didn't go because I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm not into that really. But then I went down there with you guys and I started listening to the, the stories and the encounters that they had. And then I listened to Bob and I was like, really? And then I, I actually went and looked at the, the Patterson video, and I was like, I tore that sucker apart. And people still think that, that thing's fake. But I haven't been able to find anything on that, and I've seen other experts that tear apart that video, and they came up with the same conclusion that I did. There, there's no way that a man could have done that. And it's... I guess with, when it comes to the paranormal, it's all about belief. Yeah. What, what do you believe? The same thing with the ghost. Do you believe in ghosts? Because it's 
I guess it's more when you're dealing with ghosts and everything. I guess it's more of a spiritual or religious thing. Yeah, uh, and that's what I think the paranormal. Some more faith. Exactly, the paranormal thing. I think it's more of a faith thing. It, it's the curiosity. You you find it, and then well, it's the search for the find. I guess you, you want to go out there and you want to look for it, and to back to go backtrack to where you think where you uh, talked about taboo. My own personal belief is people think you're crazy. Mm -hmm. They really do. Why would you want to go and But spend... if half of the people in the U.S. believe in some sort of paranormal activity, yeah. why does everybody you run into think that you're crazy? Yeah. It's society. I guess that would be the, the only thing. And that's kind of where my second question was, is why, why do you think it's... So if people believe in that, what is such a big deal with trying to share that information? Mm -hmm. You know, if it's it's taboo, obviously, but what what is the actual problem? I mean, if you you know, you and I, when we 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 all all of our group, we all had an experience, right? So, and we we found each other and done that, and then now it's kind of normal for us. But when you talk to the average person, it is. Yeah, I guess when you talk to the average person, they're they're the ones that's like, okay, I don't, I I don't get it. Uh, why would a grown man go out in the middle of the woods and look for ghost or Bigfoot or they think we're crazy? They really do. You go back to. It's all how it's perceived. It's society. I mean, you you look at the early fifties and sixties. Okay, you had colleges and professors trying to find life after death. Uh, they were trying to find out if there was anything on the other side. And then nowadays, there, there's only maybe a handful. There's there's not as many that you hear about it. So, I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, you know, I mean, and we were talking earlier about that, you know, that was, so the last of the spiritual enlightenment of mm -hmm. the late 1800s, you know, or, yeah, late 1800s. Yeah. In the 50s, the youngsters that were then were, are now older, so they're up and they're, they're still that faith, right. belief in that sort of stuff. But, I, I don't know, I just, I find it, it's just di difficult, you know. In the UFO arena, in the last two or three years, mm -hmm. things have really progressed, and people are a whole lot more open right. with that. But I think that's because the media got involved and started sharing that kind of stuff. Well, look at some of the declassifications that mm -hmm. came out with the Navy, mm -hmm. showing the UFOs that they tracked. But it's almost—it's almost like people had to get that. They had okay. to see. It. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like. Okay, well, if, if the higher-ups, if the government is coming out with this, then does that make it okay? Yes and no, because I know that there's still stuff out there that the government doesn't tell us. Yeah. They're not going to tell us. I mean, look at Project Blue Book. Mm -hmm. They didn't put that out there until, what, the 80s? Mm-hmm. And then you have all these other 
programs, if you would, mm-hmm. that are out there. All the ATIP stuff that's recently come out. And, exactly. And all of that sort of stuff. I, you know, I, don't know, I just find it odd that you know when we go to investigate and we get an interview with somebody and, you know, the first time you ask them, you're like, do you ever had anything go on? Oh, no, no. Uh-uh. And then you kind of get in it, you tell your stories and mm-hmm. you're going along and you're like, well, you know, there was this one time. Exactly. And anyway, I just, that's, I don't know how we can fight that to get. It would have to be, I mean, going back to looking at all the different paranormal groups that are out there right now, there is no scientific way to prove that something exists or doesn't exist. Right. As far as when it comes to the paranormal realm, there has to be some database if you would to where we could collectively put into to where the rest of the groups or organizations can pull that information out when they are investigating to try and come up with some scientific way to prove or disprove the existence of ghost or bigfoot or ufos or the mothman there's so many things out there that are deemed paranormal that people don't think they're paranormal right and i think that has a lot to do with it i think yeah it's education education yeah yeah. and that kind of goes into my my last thing is what do you what do you think that us as paranormal investigators what are our biggest challenges what do we need to do what are our challenges and what do we need to do to try to change the state of paranormal networking i would say Probably, you know, you know, we were talking earlier about how, you know, when it started out, BFR, BFRO and the Bigfoot mm-hmm. Research, you know, field research organization, they, they were like the place to track Bigfoot sightings. sightings, right? And now there's just so much infighting in the Bigfoot crowd that's it's ridiculous, and you have this person keeping this secret and this yeah. person keeping that secret, and and then they get mad at each other because mm-hmm. somebody believes there may be a uh, more of a supernatural twist to Bigfoot and all these infighting and things. So there's no or repository. Bigfoot and alien connection. Yeah. So there's, you know, and and granted, I don't personally believe that that's the case. However, there are a lot of Bigfoot sightings that have some sort of strange. True. True. You know, sky phenomena that goes on at the same time, but that's a different story. Yeah. Um, but I guess the. You know, like the UFO arena, you've got MUFON, which does, I think, a pretty good job of... Oh, I think they do an awesome job of tracking... Tracking and, and logging data mm-hmm. and then and maintaining that so that there's a consistency so that right. they can tell you that, you know, if you and I have a sighting, they can t- they can tell sometimes if those are validated mm-hmm. based off of... By our multiple re- yeah. witnesses. And, and, and multiple events that happen that we report the same thing. Mm-hmm that you know we we see the same thing occur but we don't know each other we're in different parts of the country right. but we have a same thing so that's a validated response mm-hmm. to that whereas ghost hunting in particular and there's a couple of organizations that does a good time of a job of tracking data but there's no there's no sharing there's no you know if if we're as an investigator if we wanted to go log in what we got you know we track our data but right. if if we go and we wanted to log that in somewhere so that somebody could compare 
say EVPs, we got an EVP, mm-hmm. and we know that it's gonna we, we ha- it happened at this time, at this temperature, at this humidity, at this sun, right? You know, this moon phase, this sun cycle, all of these sorts of things that happen. But there's nowhere to really compare no, that there's, there's as not. far as a, a major organization that does it. And because of that, there's a lack of consistency, I think. I, with, I agree. With uh, with trying to get the data because, you know, when we were talking about this earlier too. When we, we've all had an experience. I've had some weird experiences. So when I sit back and I listen to somebody's story on the surface sometimes I think what the heck but then I'm yeah. like well I can't discount that because I had some weird crap that's happened to me true but um on that note you know when I'm I go through and I'm on the internet and I'm going through some sites and I go to this web page and I'm like what what the <laughs> heck are they thinking you yes. know and and, and, a, and a lot of it has to do with there, there is a, I guess, a misbelief that everything around the paranormal has to be dark. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You you go to a lot of these websites and there's nothing but dark black yeah, pages. And, and, yeah, and like everybody wears black t-shirts yes. and everybody's and I, I don't I, and I know maybe that's kind of the more of the people that are into it is maybe their lifestyle some but i mean i know a lot of people that have started groups and that's like oh, we got to get our black t-shirts and yes. i'm like i, I hate that freaking yeah thing you, it's you like, don't need to have a black t-shirt i mean yeah okay when when we first started yeah we had black t-shirts but we had but black we had, polos yeah black polos and on the black t-shirts we actually and we still have black shirts to now but we don't have the whole skulls, skulls and, and no we have never never had anything dark or negative about that it, it's always been bright or uh, curiosity yeah. um, I, I know a lot of our themes have been around and, lightning and electricity yeah. and don't and don't get me wrong I like some of those oh, styles yeah it's just not what I feel we need to associate with a paranormal investigation. Why does it always have to be dark, dark, and mystical? Yeah. And if you're a listener and you have a website that's like that, I'm, I am no way bragging or coming down knocking. on you, knocking you. Exactly. It's, it's, but there is a. And I think that's part. That goes back to why people sometimes don't want to tell their stories or don't want because you get an average, you get an old country boy. Yeah. That's out in the woods hunting has been raised mm-hmm. his whole life with all these moral family values and that's what he has to report right and, and it don't make sense to him mm-hmm. and that's kind of where i was going they're like what that has nothing to do with what i saw exactly. you know what i mean or you get somebody that thinks they saw a ghost mm-hmm. and they're maybe super religious and they've seen this well that's the last thing they want to do is go to the per- person, the group that's got skull and crossbones on everything. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, because it, that's because then that puts the fear or yeah. the or the um, again, it's just a big misconception. I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's all about uh, education. Yeah. 
we there, there has to be some way to get the education out there and granted um, a, a good form for that is networking mm-hmm. um, some paranormal conferences would be good um, like I know the one that we held we, we tried to get a good fundamental background of different topics paranormal but there was some groups that did the whole antennas on the head foil on the head and i'm like uh, well you know that's that's if you go to the bigger ufo conferences mm-hmm. they when you get there they got speakers that are giving you data and giving mm-hmm. you i mean scientific studies or government somebody's FOIA papers mm-hmm. and they've got this stuff and they're doing this but if you go to a and, and there's some Bigfoot conferences that are like that, but so yeah. most of those are meant to entertain the public because right. of, the I think, the TV era. Mm-hmm. But if you go to a paranormal conference, 99 times out of 100, it's going to be a Comic-Con paranormal conference together. People are going to be dressing up like right. Star Wars characters yeah. and yeah. going to a, you know, and then... You now, know, I'm not and, saying you dressing up a Star Wars character is bad because right. I, I plan on doing that when I go to Disney World. So. But, <laughs> and this is just the problem that, that I see. If... if if, if I get, it's, the, the conference is there. And again, I'm not knocking any of this because I believe in most of these areas. But if I go to a conference, it's, it's not geared towards education. full-on education. Exactly. You yeah. go and there's a, there's a Reiki guy in the corner mm-hmm. that's doing Reiki healing. Okay, I mean, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you, but then you've got um, a medium. A medium that's, that's doing readings over in this corner. And that's, and that's mm-hmm. fine. That, you, you see a lot of, of witchcraft and right. that type of stuff, and, and that's perfectly fine. I, 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 there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that, but what are you getting? The, wow. the, the public, when they see these things, they go and, and they want to learn about why they saw a ghost in their bedroom, right. and, and there's no there's, education there. Exactly. That there's no, what are we doing to find out what that is? Where mm-hmm. are we going with that and you know and there's some groups and there's some conferences that are but it's just to me it's far and few between yes um and that's the problem that i see and then there's no repository for us to put exactly yeah there's there's inf- no database no nothing i mean the the closest thing for not so much of a, a database or a repository but the closest thing i see for a connection uh U.S. wise would be uh, the paranormal list. Mm-hmm. On his website, he literally lists by state groups you can contact. Mm-hmm. You can make a request to him personally, and he puts a request out there to all his followers on Twitter. Hey, I need investigators to go check this out. And see, but to me, that's but, a one-way door. Exactly. Because he's getting it out there for people to investigate. But what happens, happens. with that data when it comes back exactly. in? Exactly. Who, who, who gets it? It, mm-hmm. it doesn't go anywhere. It goes to the individual group that actually picked up that case mm-hmm. that wants to try to help the individual that requested the help in the first place. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, I mean, that's, it, it really doesn't go anywhere beyond that and I I agree with you I believe that's the problem out there we need to have some way of gathering the different data and keeping a database of it but that's a big undertaking it Mm -hmm. really is you need 
basically a full company to do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to have a lot. You'd have to have a lot of money and servers mm -hmm. and everything else to do that. And I think the, a good place to start would probably be some of these television shows mm -hmm. that are doing it. I mean, you got all these different paranormal groups from the different networks, and they're all doing something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So why can't they take that and put it somewhere else to where other paranormal groups can get that information from? Mm -hmm. I. I still have a problem sometimes with TV though, and, and we've discussed it. And there's the whole, uh, in I watched it in the beginning, but there's the one show that mm -hmm. everything's a demon on, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and, and that it, irritates it, the crap out of me because you and I both know after dozens, hundreds of cases, yeah. it's far and few between that we've ever I experienced anything like that. Twice out of the yeah, twelve that's years. That's what I would say. Twice. Twice I mean. out of the twelve years we've been doing this has something attached itself that, or that we had to go well beyond our understanding. Of yeah. like, hey, we got this guy to somebody a professional. Exactly. So. It's, it's got to go higher than us. <laughs> yeah. we, we we are not capable of handling this. It definitely has to go higher. No, I, I and that's like some of the other shows. They literally find something every episode. Mm -hmm. I can't count how many times we found nothing. My house. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that multiple people have seen <laughs> full mist form in front of us and disembodied voices and all this. We've done this house three times. Nothing. Well, that's like the last Absolutely time. Absolutely nothing. The last time I was here, we stayed yeah. up till three o'clock. And I, I, that I, was in I, broad daylight. Broad daylight. I'm here talking to you i see you go into the kitchen and then i see you go to the refrigerator i i, I see that and you don't answer me back and i'm like okay I, I guess you're stuffing your face or something and then all of a sudden you come around the other corner and i'm like what no, you, you were. I'm like, I've been outside this whole time. I'm like, no, you were. I was cooking. I was like, on the grill. No, exactly. I was like, no, you were in the kitchen. You're like, no, uh -uh. and I, I know, I saw. It might have not been you, but I saw a figure, right, a, your size figure, in the kitchen, and yeah. It, but we investigate and we get, zilch. Exactly. Exactly. Um, nada. It. That's like some of the cases we get. The last one. The last one. Okay. Um, up and down claims there was activity. Now, when we go up there, we have things happen. But when we review the footage, there's nothing there to substantiate the claims that they, that they had. Mm -hmm. Or what, you know, for example... We may have heard a noise, or we may have seen this, or an mm -hmm. instrument did this, but upon right. reviewing all the other stuff, we were exactly. able to devalidate exactly. those experiences. Yeah. We were able to find, okay, that was something else. And I'm in agreement with you that there has to be some database, some way to validate this information, somewhere that we can put this information that everyone can get to. And... I think my my biggest thing about this is the whole paranormal field right now is we have to get rid of the stereotypes of mm. we are a you know a 
going to come out with our black t-shirts and our all of our gadgets and this, that, and the other. And, and there's a whole lot more to it than that. To do oh, an actual yeah. research investigation, yes. there's a whole lot more to it. And I think that... You can't just go out there with your K2 and watch the thing flashing like, ooh. Yeah. No. That, I mean, yeah, what are you getting from that? Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're getting flashes on an, on a, an electronic meter. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the, so that that's where I think is we, we have to... It's almost a battle to... If you want to change... I, we talked about it before. The mm-hmm. public opinion, it'll go up and then it'll right. go down. It'll yeah. go up based off of what... It's going on exactly and, and just in media society. television but if you want to break that and get over that hump you have to make it less taboo right and that starts to me with professionalism it starts yes. with with mm-hmm. full-fledged explaining and education and right and that sort of stuff there are things we cannot explain correct and you go to it and you document that in hopes that one day all this is going to fall into place and you're going to be able to figure it out. Right. Because yeah. right now, if you go on an investigation and something happens, what you have is an experience mm-hmm. and something and, maybe that might be cool. Yeah. And, and it may be a personal high, if you will, for what's going on. But when you walk away from it in the end, that's all you have. That's, that's exactly it. You have a personal experience, which is why I always say you can't take that as footage. Yeah, it was, it's great. It's a personal experience. I've had personal experience. I've seen things that I can't explain. The, and I've seen things that I can't explain. You know, and there's there's groups that, and I'm not knocking this at all. They, they do cleansings and they do that mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of stuff. And I guess my thing is, is how do you really know it works? Exactly. You, you would have to, and see, that, that's... And I'm not saying it don't. I'm not. I'm not mm, going mm. there. But how you know, do you know? Yeah. And how do you know? And then also, there's so many groups out there that do this, and I don't think they have a clue of what they're doing. Right. And if I don't mean. To, I mean, there's some that do. I think yes. that there is some legitimacy to yes. that. I think that if there are supernatural things and occurrences that happen, mm-hmm. there is a place for that. Yes. But how do you know that it's working? You can't validate that. No, not at all. There's, I mean, you can have a psychic that tells you. Well, yes, they've passed on, oh. and that's okay. But you cannot validate that, exactly. and I don't think the psychic will argue with you. No, because what you have is their experience mm-hmm. and their feelings. Yep. But there's no validation in that. No, none whatsoever. Um, you know, you can't quantitatively measure a spirit and then measure that it's not physically right. there anymore. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think happens. I think sometimes it gets too weird for the average person. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that's had an experience, maybe, but then you've got the other part of that that people are like. Mm. And I that, don't know. And, and I know a lot of skeptics that have had weird stuff happen, and they're just like, "It's weird. Yeah. I got to chalk it up to being weird." That's exactly. all I can say. That's all I, yeah. Um, so, and I think a lot of that has to do with what you were talking about earlier: is why are people afraid, or why is it so taboo? Why are people not willing to speak up when they've had that experience? And a lot of it has to do with perception. Yeah, I think it. I think it gets too weird mm-hmm. for people sometimes. And I, and there are some, but, and you can acknowledge that you can tell them, hey, I know it's weird, mm. and here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna try to collect that evidence, right? But that's that's where we're going. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that it's Aunt Sally in the corner that's bothering your kid, right? I, I can't do that. No, I mean, I could tell you that all day long, but that don't make it true. Exactly. So, so, <laughs> so anyway, that's where I'm going with that. Is is just kind of, I see the state of the paranormal field right now 
almost as a problem. Not that it's necessarily a bad thing, but it kind of is that we have to figure out how we're going to, where it's going to go. Right, yeah. Because right now, this has been, we talked about it the other day, For we've been doing this for 12 years, and what has changed? Nothing really. Now, the UFO field, there's been a lot of change in that, but again, they approach things. Now, you got some weirdos there. I ain't going to lie. Uh, yeah. But your true researchers, they're they're doing the same thing that like we're talking about. They're looking at evidence. Mm-hmm. They're looking at claims. They're looking at the scientific data they can collect. Right. Now, you've got the government coming out with some stuff. And to me, they're on the right track of yeah. getting that rolling. Right. But as far as the other genres in paranormal, I think we have a lot of work to do oh. to progress any further than where we've been for the last hundred yeah. years. And one of the big ones, I would say, uh, would be the crypto field. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't been majorly involved in the crypto field, but... There's there's a lot of good researchers yes. there. But then on that same token, you for everybody that's out there doing good work right. and doing good research mm-hmm. and trying to validate right. that stuff... Then you've got some people that are making it weird for people. And the ones that are trying to fake the evidence. Oh, yeah. And that, there, that's what hurts. A, that, that's what hurts the paranormal field. There's mm-hmm. quite a few of that. And nowadays, with, and the same thing with ghost stuff. Yeah. You can get an app on your phone. that we, We've had oh, many Lord, submitted yes. to us. And yeah. it's, to us, it's easy to debunk. Yes. I mean, because we, we have software and exactly. our experience mm-hmm. to say, you know what? Come on now. That ain't real. That's yeah, like, I, I remember from. the one that uh, was sent to us a long time ago. On way, the deer feeder. The with the deer feeding the little girl in the dirt. And I'm like, look, you can get that from the Apple app. Look yeah. at this. Here it is, right here. Okay? <laughs> Come on. Or the one where you can, uh, the shadow figure mm-hmm. in, in the woods. And you can clearly see that on the bottom of the feet, it's flat. Mm-hmm. You can tell that someone took out, they knew what they were doing with Photoshop. That's exactly what that was. And we were able to do the exact same thing. We, we took a picture, I believe, of Jeff. <laughs> and I, I grade him out to be a, a dark mass. You, there, there's so much you can do with these programs. Mm-hmm. And that's what hurts as well. Mm-hmm. It really does. And there's, and there's no trust because I had this with a family member recently. I, we have some EVPs mm-hmm. that I think are legitimate. Right, yeah. I can't tell you for certain in scientific certainty what they really are. However, they were responsive to our questions. Right. They were good class A EVPs. But what it comes down to is, you know, I show that to my family member and they're still a little in disbelief. But if I show that to Joe in the corner, Mm -hmm. he don't have to believe me because there's so much other tomfoolery going around out there that we're... He doesn't have to trust us, right? Yeah. And that, and that's the, that's where I see that, that sometimes the the stereotypes and the the need for attention from it mm-hmm. um, with some of the TV shows um, that kind of stuff. I think that there's a distrust in the in a real investigator sometimes. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Maybe that's a little harsh, but no, I see it that way. <laughs> no, oops, no. That's like sometimes I even, I mean. Not to dog other podcasters, <laughs> but there's been shows that I go wanting to get information on different paranormal topics, oh. and they're not talking anything about it. They're just, yeah. eh, well, it's, it's in the title and it's in the stuff, exactly. but it's, it's not in the content. It's not in the content at all, and it's like, okay, why did I just spend 30 minutes here 
trying and waiting for this information so I can do some more research. Uh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, you know, it's gotten us a lot of flack over the years when we call fluff on stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we say, Definitely. hey, you know what? There ain't nothing going on mm -hmm. here. It gets us a lot of flack. Yeah. Um, but we've had several instances where that's been validated when, right. when you know, we had one case where we told them there was a fear cage that they, yeah. their loved one was in and that it was affecting their mental health and their physical mm -hmm. health. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want to believe it. And they had another group that came yep. in that told them it was Aunt Sally and that yep. they were going to get all these people involved. And then, what was it, eight, nine months later? Eight, nine, yep. They, they called us up. And said, hey, we finally booted them out and we got a contractor out here. We fixed the stuff and guess what? They're yep. fine. They're fine now. So they're, not, they're not sick every day. They're not going to the hospital. They're, they're quit, you know, all the physiological right, effects yeah. were going away as well too yeah. so anyways well i think we probably need to wrap up this yeah is, i think so <laughs> we get we once get we get deep. going we just get going <laughs> but again guys i hope that you hope you enjoyed this um, again our purpose from behind this was primarily to test these this portable equipment right, that we so have definitely let us know how we're sounding um, we will be editing this in post which what we would do if we were doing an interview right. or something on location anyway but let us know if the quality is just too bad or if it's hey this is that's good right um, it's like our this was some of what we used during our campfire podcast mm -hmm. and that turned out really, oh really, really good well. really really good and uh, i've been on that note we kind of talked to you a little bit about that i've been reaching out to another um high level Mm -hmm. investigator yep. we've been sharing some information that we didn't previously nope. have and um, I think we're going to continue to go to this location and hopefully with our future endeavors yes. maybe tie some of that in oh, together. I, I, I think we're going to have a good which is another reason why we keep pushing that YouTube channel so we're, we're sitting in 90 so come on people <laughs> I don't want to beg but I'm going to beg <laughs> we, need, we need at least 10 more subscribers out there please <laughs> so yeah go like and subscribe to uh, our channels, you can go to militaryparanormal.com or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at militaryparanormal, one word. And basically any any uh, podcast site, you can you can find us out there. I mean, we, just Military yeah, Paranormal. Yep. If there is a podcast player that's your favorite, you can search for us and you can find us. And then also YouTube. Um, you can type in youtube.com slash military paranormal and it will take you there um, however we're trying to get the permanent url for right. that so again that's why we need the subscribers and then also you can call us at 940-437-4mpi if you want to leave a story i would really like to collect some more stories for a listener story yeah. podcast so if you guys want to submit something to us you can talk to us anonymously or you can leave us a message we may even call you back if you want yep. Where you can get your story. Um, you can even email us at podbean or uh, podcast at militaryparanormal.com or contact.us at militaryparanormal.com. And again, guys, we always thank you for listening. Yes. Um, our, the podcast has seemed to uh, across all platforms. We are we are just amazed at the response that we're getting. So we thank you wholeheartedly from the bottom yes. of our hearts. And I know if Jeff and Allison were here, they would. They would totally agree with us. It's uh, absolutely awesome. 
And again, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please reach out to us and yep. we will talk to you next time. Yep. Have a good night. And I'll say it for Allison. Bye, y'all. <laughs>